Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I am playing Monster Hunter Rise right now. I'm TJ Berry, and I am playing with him. I'm Amanda Facosta, and I'm picking up all the nail polish that I spilled. No, no, I didn't spill it. I broke the nail polish that I broke uh, that is now layering my floor and wall. So, okay. We love to see it. Uh, you can't see it. It's a podcast. <laughs> okay. My name, my name is Nick, and I'm fully embracing the role of a hunter by watching all these buffoons be dinguses and I'm just scoping them out in their natural habitats, whether it be cleaning nail polish or playing a video game. I'm I'm preparing for the hunt as we speak. Can you kill me first? Can yes. I make that request? I Thank can you. try my best. Thank you. <laughs> no problemo. What a kind guy. And in case you didn't figure it out, uh, this week we are talking about Monster Hunter Rise. I'm not joking. We TJ and I are literally playing right now. They are. I can watch. I see them playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Palazzo was not kidding either. And for that matter, neither was Amanda. Uh, all these things are true. We all told the um, truth and none of you will believe we did. us. <laughs> We've never once told you the truth uh, before now. But now we have. Anyways. Um... And so, for those of you who may not be familiar, the Monster Hunter series is a series of games by Capcom, uh, quite popular if I'm not mistaken, and in which you hunt monsters. It's literally as simple as that. There is usually very little story, and the big draw is hunting these big, uh, crazy beasts that take uh, often quite some time to kill and... There's a uh, there's some complexity to the gameplay, but that's kind of the the star of the show here. Um, for for context, I played it on Switch, as did all of us, because it is currently only available on Switch. Um, and yeah, I I want to say I'm like early mid game right now. We're recording this a little earlier than we usually record most of our episodes, um, so I didn't get quite as much time with it. But I'm far enough in that like y- this game reveals basically all of itself to you within the first like few minutes and then it's just up to you to like experiment with everything and unlock you know like new armor and and weapons and stuff like that um i guess also helpful context i if it means anything because i think it colors a little bit of your perception of like the game um my first and only other monster hunter game was monster hunter world uh which i did play when that came out but yeah that's me um Just a quick correction in your intro there. You mispronounced Cap God when you referenced Capcom. A little bit, a little different. Although this game, this game makes me question that. Not this game, but just my, I I want to preface what I'm about to say You're a Monster Hunter hater. No, no, I'm not a Monster Hunter (laughs) hater. Like Amanda with Fall Guys, I could fully appreciate the quality of this video game. This and Monster Hunter World, but my tiny little little pea brain, for some reason, (laughs) cannot wrap my head around how this game works, its mechanics, everything involved with it. So any criticism or any hate that it may sound like I'm spewing out of my mouth, it truly comes from a place of pure uh naivete i guess is the word and just uh, i don't understand it but 
Uh, like everyone here, I played this game on the Switch, and my only background with the Monster Hunter series is Monster Hunter World. I'm actually, it's something I guess I want to dive into a little bit when we get into gameplay, because I think it's a valid, like, criticism of the series, and it's a big reason as to why they made Monster Hunter World to begin with. The idea that, like, the series is obtuse, but I'm really curious to see what it is that kind of, like, trips you up about it. Sure. Uh, Because, to me, just, like, it... It always, from the get-go, I remember because you and I talked a little bit about Monster Hunter World way back when, like, it just seemed like the kind of game that you would be into. Yes. Well, I I want, you know, TJ to get in and say yeah, what Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just... <laughs> but, I mean, just real quick on that, I'm a big Dark Souls Bloodborne fan, and I'm very much in the boat of, like, um, ye, there should be no easy mode in games that are meant to be hard. Get good, kid. Uh, you know, just playing difficult games like that it's it's a marvel to me why i don't understand games like this like monster hunter but anyway tj you're up (laughs) uh well um i've also i've had friends that have always been playing monster hunter ever since i was like younger but i never really got into playing it up until monster hunter world and like i loved it i sunk like over 100 hours into it and I don't really play games like that. Like, I love games, but I don't spend that much time. So I loved Monster Hunter. So I was super excited when it came to the Switch. And now I'm having fun. And I'm getting trashed because I am still... Weak. TJ, do you see what is going on here? There's we, too much, bro. We, we have three different monsters, and I'm one, riding all of them to kill our target. Currently, like, there's, like, <laughs> one trap. There's, like, a giant bunny demon thing attacking us. We got some other raptors coming around. No, I'm riding the bunny demon thing, TJ. <laughs> This is the beauty of the Nintendo Switch. We have the ability to play these games live for you all. This is ridiculous, bro. And I'm and somehow I'm still dying. Ridiculous. But no, um, so yeah, I've been introduced to the Monster Hunter before, but my first time really playing one was Monster Hunter World, just like you guys. Cool. So very interesting that we're all kind of in the same boat here. Uh, very cool. So much material on the ground right now. Um, let us start with. I, I really think it would be a useful thing to kind of talk about uh, um, this series in kind of relation to, like, its accessibility for someone who, like, hasn't played it or someone who has played Monster Hunter World, which I guess is just getting straight into gameplay, basically. But yeah, do, do we feel like that's fair? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So one of the things, the things that struck me about this game as someone who has played Monster Hunter World is that it's literally the same game just with new added features like, you know, mobility and a couple of changes here and there. But um, yeah, there's a there's a couple of notable additions. But to me, it just kind of seemed like they shot their shot with Monster Hunter World and trying to like get, you know, newbies into the franchise. And they said, cool, you're either into it or you're not. We're going to take what we made there. You know, we simplified it a little bit and now we're going to keep building on it because this game is like notoriously... Um, uh, like complex because there are something like a 20 something odd weapons that you can choose from and uh, so many different monsters that like I remember Monster Hunter World uh, like hardcore fans were upset because it didn't include you know all of the monsters they had come to expect it's kind of like that like Pokemon syndrome um, and so yeah it was it's just a, a real building on that so for people who do know the game like I want to talk about those big additions here in terms of uh, the Palamutes and having that added mobility to uh, uh, 
basically you have a dog now. So normally you have something called a palico, which is a cat which can help heal you and assist you in combat in a number of ways. Um, in this game, you still have your palicos, but you also have your palamutes, which are... Uh, which is a dog that will also be helpful in that way, can also learn skills, but you can ride him. It seems like one of the really, really big changes they made in this game was trying to introduce um, ways to speed up all the tedium of the game, because the game... Yes. Yeah. The game doesn't try to hide its tedium at all. Like, if if you're in the middle of a fight with a monster and you need to heal, like, you need to put your weapon away, you need to drink the potion... Your weapons degrade in sharpness, and then you need to put your weapons away, or, yeah, like, stop attacking, sharpen it, all while trying not to get hit by these monsters and stuff like that. Um, so they introduced the Palamute as a way to kind of do that. You can collect stuff, like, as you're running, right? Uh, you're running faster and you're collecting things. On top of the fact that they also introduced uh, wire bugs, which introduced cool new abilities in combat, along with, um, also... The ability to kind of zip around anywhere. It's a, it's kind of like a grappling hook, but it doesn't need a point to attach to. So, like, how did you guys like those big changes that they introduced for this game? Like, did that mobility change make a big difference in the way you play? Hundred Palazzo, that was a big complaint for you, right? Hundred and fifty thousand percent. I, I I'm gonna tell you straight off the bat. I like Monster Hunter Rise a lot more than Monster Hunter World, purely because of those little additions that they added. And they may seem little to like returning fans but to me that's huge because uh the lack of these things were a big reason why i dropped off of monster hunter world as soon as i did um just the ability to like get back to where you were faster than before uh the ability to have that that wire bug to um it's an added traversal method how that is implemented into the gameplay of you fighting monsters is huge, Very which cool. it, it made bigger weapons not feel so cumbersome. Like there was this one move I used with my hammer where I would like uh, use the wire bug to get over uh, an enemy, and I would do a, like a spin attack over it as I was going over the the monster, hitting it all the way until I hit the floor on the other end, um, and I pretty much spammed that move. But but added things uh, like this went a long way into making the game a lot more enjoyable. Because I always feel like, from what, what little I've played of these games, um, Monster Hunter is very much an endurance test. It's like the ultimate form of patience, um, at least in video games that I've played. And to be honest, I wasn't patient enough to get through it with Monster Hunter World. But with this one, and a lot of the new things that they've added, um, you know, I... I was able to push through for a little bit longer than I did in the other game. And a big part of that was also uh, the new hub world. Um, really? I liked quite a bit. Yes, because, A, I like the atmosphere better. I That setting is cool to me. But it's a lot smaller than the original hub world in Monster Hunter World. Um, and it's a lot easier to navigate. And I love that. Right off the bat, I'm like, okay, I'm not as overwhelmed at the beginning of this game Fair. as I was in the last game. I see where everything is. I know where I'm going. It's easier to map out. I feel like I, I could get a grasp on all the elements that they're throwing at me here at the beginning. Does that make sense? Sort of? Yeah. 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 So I, I liked all the new changes a lot. Hmm. I, I have some thoughts on, on some of the stuff you said, but I'd love to hear from TJ uh, first before we get too in the weeds. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. Like they definitely added some aspects that didn't have it, made it a little bit better. Like picking up bugs to power you up, 
through the um the hub world. I mean through the world in general. Um they have like wire bugs that you can run animals through so you can uh try to capture them easier. I think um like a lot of the touches are kind of cool. I'm trying to get used to a couple of new things still and I think I don't know what it is about like playing on the Switch in general, but like feels just, different. It does. Like and they're yeah. all the exact same controls. I had to like look up the PS4 controls and I was like, "No, these are exactly the same. It just feels yep. different." Um, I yeah, yeah. It's not. Oh my god! It's a, <laughs> a terribly bad thing, but like it's it's again like it's new. I actually totally agree with you. Like I'll I'll tell you I don't know why in the last like month or so I've actually really been because I didn't we had not initially decided we were going to review Monster Hunter Rise just because it didn't seem like we were too crazy interested in it, um, and I had been really craving Monster Hunter World again. But because I had kind of... I don't have any of the DLC or, or uh, anything like that. And because I'd already played through, like, most of the base game and stuff, I was like, man, I really want to play either with someone with someone, or, like, something new. And so one of the things that I found very interesting about this was that it both scratched that itch, but also, like, looking back at Monster Hunter World, like, you realize what, an, what a really, really polished uh, entry for the series that was... In terms of trying to get new people on board, because I find it, uh, but I think the hub world thing is a matter of taste. Like I actually really like the the world uh, hub way better, but I agree it's like way too big in terms of like it's really annoying having to traverse different levels just to go talk to like a smith or whatever. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that this game does is I think, like I said earlier, it like really trusts on like, hey, if we got any new players, we probably got them on world, so you probably know what you're doing. And then, to me, it felt like it threw you into the deep end way quicker. Did, did anyone else feel that way? It did, but to your point, it's pretty much what you said. I think the developers assumed, like, most of the people we're going to be getting for this game are returning from Monster Hunter World. So we don't yeah. need to give them a 20-hour tutorial like we did last time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely fair. I felt a little lost early on, and then I kind of just got my Monster Hunter bearings back, and I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. I understand what's going on. I almost preferred it this way, not really, like not wasting so much time on like all the different elements and mechanics in the game. That's part of what really overwhelmed me the first time through a Monster Hunter World. I'm like, it's too much information. I can't keep track of of it all. I I, I just want to do it and learn that way. Um, and I felt like every other second i was being stopped by a tutorial box read this thing figure it out um but this time around i'm like okay i kind of remember a lot of the stuff that i was doing last time it's still a little too obtuse for my liking mm. um i think they could have handled uh spoon feeding you oh, tutorials well. in better ways in both games um but i don't know i kind of like this method better in a way. Fair. It definitely does get you into the action earlier in terms of like, oh, here, you're hunting a big monster. Yeah. Uh, and like, let's go. Um, yeah, TJ, how was it for you? Because we're all like relatively newbies here. So like, how was it? Uh, it, it? Like, did you feel lost at all? Or like, do you feel relatively comfortable with the amount of tutorial they've given you? Um, I still feel lost. Um, yeah. But I haven't fully finished the tutorial either. And even like Monster Hunter World... A lot of it is just, like, these are the things that you can do and just, like, go out and explore. Yeah. Like I feel like one of the major things I probably need to do is I need to take time and just, like, 
go through like the mechanics of combat itself mm-hmm. and just like fully figure out like how to use the wire bugs and like what what weapons combo the best with doing this and doing that yeah. um yeah I, f- I almost feel like i'm missing a feature though like could we jump in the last one or am i just crazy uh, i don't yeah no you cannot jump you can't we you, we you, you used to be able to zip around at like to you could like flip over enemies couldn't you or do something yeah. like that uh it, you can mount enemies and stab them well, like, because I know, like, um, my favorite weapon, which I'm using in this one, too, which I need to get used to, is, like, the insect glaive. And the whole thing about that is the fact that you kind of vault in the air on it, and literally you yeah. can do entire fights just, like, in the air. So I remember, like, fighting the Rathalos while it's flying, and I'm just, like, above its head, like, slashing and jumping off and oh, stuff really like dope. that. that's really um, dope. But I don't know how to do that in this one. And that's probably well, just because of my inexperience. But- yeah. I think also well, in this game, f- I think the wire bugs are kind of uh, their attempt at giving you that verticality. And on top of that, I don't remember if these existed in the previous one, but the switch techniques, um, which are basically like alternate abilities that you can get for like each weapon. Um, like I have one on my preferred weapon is are the uh, the dual blades. And so uh, their whole thing is that when you enter demon mode, which is like this ultra quick attack, like high DPS mode, um, you can, you can do this thing called like a blade dance, which is a ton of hits at once, like basically down a creature's spine. Um, and so there's a new like ability here where it will actually let me, uh, um, like fly up into the air, which makes it easier to do those blade dances and stuff like that. So I love, it's both the biggest strength and like potential weakness of the series is the amount of versatility they give you because you can really, really fine tune a play style to like being exactly, you know, whatever you want and changing that before each hunt based on the monster you're going for. Right. But it can also be incredibly overwhelming. Like myself, I'm someone who like, I'm not necessarily great at, memorizing combos and all of that stuff so like i know i'm not playing optimally per se but i'm playing well enough for me to do well um and so like that's kind of that's why it surprises me that i do enjoy this game as much as i do because um it's like if you don't want to get into the crunch there's a big chance you probably won't like this game right because it's all about fine-tuning that and kind of the thrill of getting the perfect loadout for each thing. And each, you know, each armor set, for example, uh, as you hunt monsters and you hunt them over and over and you get more parts from them, you can build armor sets and weapons out of their parts. But each one will have a strength and a weakness, right? So none of them are necessarily, like, perfect or anything like that. Um, And so, I don't know. Like, I wish I had better words for what it is the game does, but, like, it really makes the the crunch of like figuring all of this out satisfying at least to me it it feels almost more like a like a strategy game even though it is like real time action does that make sense like how do you guys feel about i guess the potentially overwhelming nature of the mechanics no i mean like that's pretty spot on it's just like you're running around it's it is basically an open world you can go out pretty much do whatever you want in the fields but at the same time you're also like I need a strategy in order to take down this monster. They have like set patterns. They have places they want to go. They have uh, weaknesses that you can take advantage of or you can do it the hard way. Um, so it's kind of cool because in a sense, it really does feel like you're on a hunt and you're like yeah. back in primitive days with these weapons. You're trying to take out these creatures. 
Yeah. And even within the hunt, you kind of get uh, options as well, right? Like when it comes to, let's say, like killing a creature versus capturing it. Like you get increased rewards, but of course, it's more difficult. It takes a few more resources. If you waste the trap, it's like, oh, like I always feel bummed out when I waste the trap. You know, stuff like that. So it really it has a really satisfying um loop gameplay loop is what it is because it's very simple it's the same thing over and over again just different creatures with different tactics right palazzo how was it for you it's certainly like i said the ultimate test of patience which i mean makes sense in the context of what you're doing like tj said you're really hunting down these beasts and that's not like a quick thing to do I guess in real life, I don't know. I've never been hunting, uh, <laughs> tracking these things down, going after them, figuring out how they fight. You still figuring out how you fight, <laughs> you know, oh, fine tuning all these different mechanics that are kind of just thrown at you from the beginning. It takes a while. And I think that's why a lot of people do drop off of this or mm-hmm. um, have become more so overwhelmed in earlier entries into the series because I've heard. Uh, a lot of the games before Monster Hunter World were even uh, not worse is not the right word, but even th- they went more in depth with the stuff that you got to do in that game. And that shocks me. I don't even want to try it for that reason. But well, yes, that um, sorry, that was just like the thesis of Monster Hunter World. It was like we're going to simplify it to make it appealing for like a new Western audience to jump in, which was like, I think what made it really successful, but also what some people were complaining about because you lost a a couple of stuff there and so it almost felt it seems to me based on this game it's almost like grounds for like a soft reboot in terms of like cool we removed some stuff we added some new stuff and now we're gonna start adding complexity back on yeah and i mean it worked i thought that was a brilliant move because more people than ever have been getting into this series but it's still like it's still a lot, even for us dumb is, Westerners. Yeah. They, they, I'm sure they dumbed it down, but they still, I, as far as I know, kept the core of what Monster Hunter is for a lot of returning fans. So, and so, like, f- for the point, like, once you actually at least figure out like your fighting controls, the rest of that kind of like um, falls into place because after that, it's literally just like muscle memory you, almost. Yeah, let me go yeah. find this monster. Let me go hunt through its bones and its poop to find it and then i'm just gonna go attack it until it dies did you well i don't want to use the word repetitive because i think the variety of monsters kind of leans away from it being repetitive repetitive at all but i do find the gameplay loop occasionally to be like the same thing over and over and over again and for a while that can be addicting i think if you play this in spurts it's especially um entrancing maybe but playing this for long periods of time days on end at least to me could get a bit grindy i don't know if you guys agree with that or how you feel but sure i'll tell you this because it pretty much objectively is the same thing over and over again but here is the i i think what really makes the gameplay interesting here and let me dive into like i guess the history of it at least from my knowledge these all the Monster Hunter games, uh, I believe, were traditionally released on DS, right? There's like DS and PSP. Yeah, so they were very much meant to be mobile games, and the online is actually an enormous component of, uh, on it, right? Uh, you are almost expected to go either with a party of friends or with a party of people online because there are so many different weapons. 
that you're intended to be like a basically like a D&D adventuring party where you're all contributing something, right? Someone with a hunting horn could be buffing you guys and, and doing damage. There could be someone with a hammer, you know, taking advantage of like trying to get those headshots in. Uh, dual blades being DPS, trying to knock stuff over. So there's a lot of versatility there, which I think uh, playing with a party always makes something more interesting, I think. Um for example, TJ and I just completed our hunt, and I think that we was did. quite fun. Uh, <laughs> um, but, so there's that aspect of it. And then I think the other, like, really interesting aspect that keeps the gameplay fresh for me and keeps it from being repetitive is uh, within the gameplay loop, there's a certain dynamic element that is introduced. And I I could be wrong, but I think it was a, a really big addition for Monster Hunter World because previously there were, like world areas and you could run away and like if you made it through the loading screen area the monster you were hunting right like if you were about to die it would stay over there and you could prep and whatever and then go back into that area and hunt him this kind of retains the monster hunter world where it's like it's one big open area maybe not as big as world i don't think but all the maps are like you can freely travel between zones there are no loading screens nothing like that and so one of the new things they added for example was using the wire bugs to an extent you can uh if you get monsters to fight each other you can take control of one of the monsters and attack with that monster slam that monster into the wall do finishing attacks with the monster hurl the monster at other things um and so for me what makes each hunt interesting and different is, are, are two things it's the strategy on your end of like, cool, what is this armor? What are these, uh, what are the weapons I'm working for? That incentive to me is very powerful because it's not just like a cosmetic thing. It is a functional thing that pays really high dividends. Um, and also the dynamic nature of it. When you're hunting a creature, uh, for those who may not be familiar, many times the creature will run away and go to a different area. And then you got to follow it there. Uh, as it gets more and more injured, it'll get tired. It'll go, like, sleep at a nest if it's about to die to try and, like, heal up. Stuff like that. And so by having all that movement in the area, you're running into different terrain. You're running into different creatures. Other monsters that might attack that monster. So no hunt is the same because it's not linear, right? So that, to me, is what keeps it fresh. Um, the parts where it gets a little boring for me are... Some of the quests will be like fetch quests where it's like, go get 12 mushrooms. And I'm like, okay, yeah. fine, I guess. Uh, and then two, I think one of the things that dropped from Monster Hunter World is that this game has way less of a story. And while the story is like nothing to write home about, even in Monster Hunter World, it was at least enough that I always felt like there was an overarching goal we were working towards, like with the Elder Dragons. In this one, it's like, oh, I'm just hunting to hunt because I want to. And believe it or not, I do kind of feel that a little bit in my motivation. Uh, I played this game way more in spurts than, for example, World. I would literally, like, you can ask Amanda. I would sit there and play, like, all the free time I had. Um, yeah, okay. So, to that point, that's a big complaint about I have about both these games, Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter World in general, is yeah. the pretty much lack of story. I'm even going to say that for World. There is more to it in World, but... It's barely there. Who cares, yeah. <laughs> honestly? In this game, too, it's barely there, which is disappointing because I love the the whole... the uh, Is it Japanese aesthetic? Or is it... Yeah. It's an Eastern aesthetic. Yeah. Um, 
So I think they it, that lent for you, you could have had more story in there. Almost like what I wish for these games that I think would get me hooked to them more is a Witcher style of you are going on these mm-hmm. quests for a specific purpose. You're hunting this monster for a very, very specific reason, and that changes quest to quest to quest. Like Geralt in The Witcher does it to, uh, you know, help out this townsperson. And then one thing leads to another. You discover more information about this monster along the way and you find out how to fight them. I think that would make this series ten times more interesting to me. But, of course, not everything could be The Witcher, so whatever. And I know that's not what people come to these games for. They come to just hunt the monsters. I think fans of the series don't care about that either, but if they want to go one step further to bring even more newcomers into it, I think a heftier story uh, or at least an impetus to hunt these monsters would be, uh, I don't know, in their benefit. I think more people would be drawn to it. I, I kind of did that in the world. Agree. I need to get farther into this to like see that, but like a lot of it, like they would incorporate just like, oh, this thing is messing up uh, the trade, so go do that, and then like the yeah, but it's just it's so here. like disconnected yeah. from you as a character, I guess. Right. That, yeah. And uh, I didn't get far enough in World to really determine if they get better at that. I played very little of it, but from what I saw, I didn't care. <laughs> I mean, I think with World, they really went for like the kind of world-ending threat type thing, which was very cool for me, at least especially in like the late game. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, one boss fight was kind of lackluster, uh, which everyone laughs at. You're literally fighting a rock, basically, but whatever. That's besides the point. Um, but no, I totally agree with this game, and yeah, I with World as well. I think one of the things they did very interesting there was they had those uh, a limited event where Geralt comes into Monster Hunter World, and you could play as Geralt. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, and I thought that was actually really cool. Um, yeah. and I felt like they could have gone further with it. And so, yeah, I, I actually I think you're completely right on that front. And that is perhaps my biggest uh, disappointment here. Even though I know not to expect a story, I still want one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one mechanic we didn't talk about that I think is new, the, your ability to mount monsters and use them to attack others, that's new, right? We, like, touched on it. But, like, to mountain monsters isn't new, but the fact that you can, like, straight up control Control them. Control them, yeah. That I liked a lot. I thought that was cool. It made certain parts a little broken, but, like, I liked it. You can, like, jump on and just, like, stab at them, essentially, until they, like, ram into something and you jump up and come back. But in this one, you can actually use them to attack, like, actually attack. Like, they attack commands, and you can run them in the walls and... Yeah. They I basically combined cool. the two like coolest things of Monster Hunter World, which is the dynamic encounters between monsters and the ability to mount things and turned it into one new mechanic, which by giving you that extra agency, I really think is like a home run of an idea to add to the game. My thing about I get it really like, excited anytime I see another monster show up. Because I enjoyed Monster Hunter World so much, Minus the like story aspect of this, they pretty much improved everything from that game into here. Like being able to ride on a Palamute makes having to chase like a monster that's running away mm-hmm. a lot less painful, and I don't have to like jump through trees to get there. Um, it's cool because now I can chase monsters while I'm still like using my whetstone or using an item, so I can heal while I'm still gaining on them. Um, obviously, being able to like ride and control that makes it a little cooler, and like gives you like a different aspect to fight like if you're fighting a giant t-rex 
uh, so to speak, where you can just like control a monster and attack it. I think they took like a lot of notes and stuff what people were offering from Monster Hunter World and they added it to this game, which I think was pretty cool. They just kind of and again, like I'm still early, so maybe they add more story like later, but like minus the story, like I think they pretty much improved everything. That they could, and I guess minus graphics, because you are on the Switch, but I also Yeah, that like... is that was the next thing I actually wanted to talk about a little bit, <laughs> were the visuals. Alright, we can talk about that. But I agree, sure. TJ, I think everything in this game has been improved and fine-tuned from the last one. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about visuals now? Yeah. Yeah, let's just touch on them really quick, because I just want to say, I am surprised at how beautiful this game looks, especially on the Switch. Um, I think it yeah. looks super nice. Uh, there's a few like design details that like I don't love the fonts they use in the cutscenes. It feels kind of cheap uh, and stuff like that. But other than that, like I think the game has incredible, as always, monster design um, and art all over the place. The environments are beautiful. Um, but something that made me realize was just again how nice Monster Hunter World was because I went back and I looked at some world stuff and like the fact that you can see the individual scales on a Kulu Yaku or whatever like that is something that obviously you just can't do on the Switch, um, but it's a huge step up from something like let's say one of the 3DS entries, right? It it really it really manages. I think they they did the best they could with like the resources that the switch provides um and it runs pretty rock solid as well for me i haven't noticed any stutters or anything so like incredible work there i heard that supposedly this is coming to pc and this is a long shot i i entirely doubt that they will um increase it to that level but if you can get monster hunter world level graphics on pc in monster hunter rise like that would almost be as someone who doesn't even care about graphics it would almost be impetus to like buy it again um yeah i but yeah i know i i I think it's gorgeous what do you guys think of like the art and the performance you know because on the switch that's always kind of a big question i like it oh go ahead tj um i don't know like i loaded in and like i was looking at it and i was just like yo my boy looks fresh yeah like minus the like skin textures which are just weird but like the clothing and stuff really pops out the land is kind of cool palazzo was there a difference from like handheld to when you put it on screen uh i mean i've got a nice tv so kind of but barely (laughs) um no but it did look really good uh i was more entranced with like the style that they went with in this game um it was more charming i think i i really enjoy that setting um yeah everything looked great i don't have too much to say about it didn't seem like there was any stuttering like john said it it, it all looked it looked pretty good yep yeah i tech technically i give this an a plus uh i because i just haven't run into any issues one Did of the best looking switch exclusives out dog, there dude that's kind of sick what happened you can climb vines with on the dog. Yeah, yeah. They, they really uh, knocked Traversal out of the park with, with the Palamutes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, Do we have other stuff we want to touch on? What, what are the little features or anything do you guys want to talk about? Or Amanda, any questions or like notable observations as someone who, like, I know you haven't played any of the Monster Hunter games, but 
I think you saw us play a little bit of Monster Hunter World here and there, so and I'm sure that was like a very obtuse experience. So like, yeah. A- any like last notes we want to touch on here? Um, I mean personally, I don't think it's a game for me, but I could be wrong. But I also don't have a Switch, so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why you Patreon. should donate. There you um, go. Support us on Patreon. That's our weekly drop of that. But even then, even then, if I were to get a Switch, I, this is not the first game I would buy. I feel like. I it, nor personally. should it be. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah, Definitely I just, buy Mario Odyssey. That should okay. be your number one. Well, then uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, but... Uh, no, uh, I essentially no. I don't have. I don't really have any questions. I've seen. I've seen it played plenty of times, John. I remember when you used to play it too. So like, I don't know. I'm, I'm good. I have All right. a question. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. This is a big question for me. Yeah. It's for TJ actually, because I think I know John's answer. But um, after today, after we're done reviewing this, recording this, uh, this game takes a lot of time. So a lot of patience involved. Is this a game that you will consistently continue to play after? today is it worth your time in that regard or is it something you'll pick up every now and then hey i'll go on a couple hunts maybe over the weekend otherwise i'm gonna go play i don't know dragon quest any other game whatever you're playing right now (laughs) so my thing is um i don't play my switch that often anyway okay um and then usually when i do pick up my switch i'm either like out somewhere i'll like be on a train going to audition or something um, usually my go-to game on that is just like like a Yu-Gi-Oh kind of game, um, but this is absolutely something I will go back and pick up later, um, at least until I can get everything that I want and can get in the mm-hmm. game. Um, so like, and again, like I play World for like hours on end, and like it's easier because it's handheld now so i can like pick it up i can play it if i want to like do some hunts and i can knock it out and then go back and play it again later so it's a little bit of both because it's definitely something like i'll pick up and play when i'm like waiting in my car or doing something of that nature it's not something where i'm like super hard pressed like i have to sit down and i have to beat this as soon as possible um it is it's so weird because like for a game this complicated like to say that it's kind of easy going at the same point yeah seems a little contrived but like it really is it's just like something as relaxing as it can be to hunt down a monstrosity um this is definitely something that i'll go back and i'll continue to play for like hours on in the only reason i stopped playing world is because i ran out of stuff to do cool yeah no i I know the question wasn't for me, but I think TJ really sums up what this game does. And I think it's part of the DNA that maybe gets lost in world by not being like a mobile game is I think it's meant to be picked up for like a few hunts here and there, you know, while you're on your commute or what have you. Um, to, to me, that just seems like this logical way to play it because yeah, the hunts are long, but it's not a long play session, right? Like if you're only hopping in for one, that's what 20 minutes. Like, that's that's your commute right there. And so something I really enjoy about it is, like, I could pick it up and play it in bed. I don't need to be, like, seated in front of, like, a desk or a couch or whatever. Like, it's very, it's a very comfortable thing to just kind of do whenever. 
Uh, and it's very mentally engaged. It's like Sudoku, but like a video game. I don't know. <laughs> Sudoku um, the video game. Yeah. That sounds awful. It's not Sudoku the video game. Okay, I just mean in terms of like, you know, people who really love like Sudoku or like crossword puzzles, I think the appeal is that you could just kind of pick it up whenever and like you really think, but it's not like exhausting or anything. It's just like it's a nice little thing to occupy yeah. your mind. And the cool this thing about this like game that. is the fact that it's multiplayer. And it's like you don't have to play multiplayer. Like you can have yeah. fun playing by yourself. But playing multiplayer, even with randos, is fun until you get destroyed by a bunny and things. Yeah, bro, you just reduce my rewards, man. It I takes know. longer by yourself, just so everyone knows. I actually it's the exact opposite in my experience. I think there's a little bit of scaling on the quests. There is. Uh, yeah, because I find that I kill monsters way quicker on my own. But but on the other hand, damage is sort of spread out through whoever's on the quest with you, so you're not tanky at all on your own. And if you're not good at the game, <laughs> you could die. <laughs> I don't know. I Does guess that yeah. makes sense. Like it, uh, the, there it's not a double edged sword. What's the term? You know what I mean. There's benefits yes, to both. I get you. I get you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which is again, I think uh, one of the great things about this game is that you can kind of play it the way you want to. So yeah. many weapons, so many monsters, and both online and multi or, and single player uh, experiences. So, really, whatever your cup of tea is, if you like Monster Hunter, you'll you'll be able to make your cup of Monster Hunter in this game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do we have anything else, or are we ready to vote? Oh boy, I think I'm ready. All right. So, in the case of Monster Hunter Rise, how do we vote? Uh, I guess I'll start. Um, I I doubt you, anyone's going to be surprised to hear that. Yeah, I think it's absolutely a buy for me. Um, it takes a lot of what made Monster Hunter World great. It expands on it. This is exactly the kind of game I should hate based on like my preferences in video games. And yet, I love it. Um, and I think it's a really, really great game to have in your arsenal for like... You know, I have an hour to kill. What do I want to do? Um, this seems like the perfect game for that. Uh, tra- traversal is slick. Hunting monsters is just as fun. I think mobile, while it's a little different, it's like a, it's definitely an adjustment. Um, it's, it kind of feels at home here. You could tell that's where it had its origin. Uh, and even if they do release like a, you know, on PC, if there's like a notable reason to upgrade, I might consider getting it again. Uh, because I really do enjoy this game. So, yeah, it's a, you should buy it. Um, so this is definitely one of those games where um, if you like it, you love it. Um, if it's not your cup of tea, maybe you're just like a, a little bit off-put on it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, like I paid 50 bucks for this game, and I hate paying, like these guys, only, you like you guys at home kind of know I hate paying for games, but like these guys know <laughs> Like, specifically yeah. how much I hate paying for games, if you catch my drift. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm having, like, a lot of fun. I'm enjoying playing it. I don't regret um, paying this price. And I wouldn't even, like, this isn't even one of those games where I'm just like, all right, well, wait till it drops down. Because if anything, um, it's the most fun it is at like right now just because everyone's on it. everybody's playing it yeah. um, people took off people got off work in japan to play this game like job like bosses allowed them to take off work for it but wait tj i'm, I'm gonna put a trap down i want to capture this one alive 
Sorry, uh, John continue. And I are, are <laughs> fighting a giant bunny rabbit, and he just threw a giant snowball at us. Um, but while it's surrounded by raptors, this game is wild. But um, I definitely think it's a should buy. Um, but it's one hundred percent not for everybody, and it's definitely not for your. Uh, it's definitely not for super casuals. Oh my god. Um, but like you can definitely dive into it. And once you get used to it, the fighting and stuff, um, it's pretty easy to get used to the game. In which case, I think it would be a lot more fun. But I'm gonna go with a should buy. Alright. It's not for me. Um Cap God, I'm sorry. I don't understand your game. <laughs> I wish I did. Um that's my fault, though. That is not the game's fault. Um, I cannot deny the quality of these Monster Hunter games. It is very, very clear. They are good, really, really solid games. It's just, like TJ said, it's not for everyone. Yeah. I personally will probably not buy another Monster Hunter game, which, opposite of John, I don't get it because this game seems like everything that I would love in a video game, and yet something about it just sort of pushes me away i think part of it is the um overwhelming amount of mechanics here um the fact that they tell you too much while also not telling you enough that you need to know to get through a lot of the early stages of the game i do think once you got it you got it it's just very very difficult to get a grasp on what's going on um oh my god but i i think if we're just judging Monster Hunter Rise. We're not talking about Monster Hunter in general as a series, just this game in particular. I do think it added a lot of elements that, you know, were to its benefit. And surprisingly, it made me enjoy a lot of what was going on more than I did in the previous game. If I were to recommend this game to anyone, I'd say go with this one. I'd probably recommend a different game before either one. <laughs> um, but I. It, Again, to its benefit. So for that reason, Monster Hunter Rise for me is a you should buy it just because oh. I don't understand what's happening. It's not the <laughs> game's fault. It is not the game's fault. It is a good game. All Both these games, Monster Hunter World and this one, are good. Uh, just keep in mind, if you don't have a lot of patience, which I do, which is another weird reason why I, I don't get why I don't like it. Um, but uh, you might want to steer away from it. But it's a quality game. So for that reason, I'm going to say you should buy it. What a surprise. I'm surprised too. So in the case of Monster Hunter Rise, you should buy it though. Hooray. I was convincing myself through that speech. I'm like, do I say buy? Do I not? I don't know. (laughs) And then I talked it out. I'm like, no, you know what? Yeah, sure. You could buy it. (laughs) I've, I've been there a few times. It's like, it's very weird when... There's one of those games that, like, you could tell has, like, a ton of good qualities, but just doesn't jive with you. Right. Um, I wish it did, because I would love... I would love for this to be like a thing, you know, be like, hey, TJ, Nick, let's let's go on a hunt. Let's... Um, because this we'll game really... One. Yeah. Yeah. I it, it seems to me, like, if you if you can get a good group of your friends who are, like, really into the game and, you know, just play... You know, like on the weekends or something. Like, this seems to be so much more fun than I don't know, like a shooter or whatever. For to me, fighting games are still the ultimate form of get your friends together and hang out. 
Um, but you know, people seem to like this one yeah. a lot for that. So yeah. I like I this know. because you're working together. You're not like working against each going other, going against you know? each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, cool. Um. Thank you guys for listening. I hope this helped you make up your minds here. I, this is a. It's it's a complex series, and it, like like we kind of said, I think it's either for you or it's not. Um, but if you've never tried a Monster Hunter game, I hope you can at least like get the demo or something. I don't know if the demo's still available. Oh yeah, um, give it a little taste. Yeah, because you know, within two or three hunts, like wait, you, you know what's going on. How You'll is know. This possible? You'll know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's, there's a lot to love here if uh, if it's your cup of tea. So thank you, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you guys for playing the game. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the time you spent with it, and or uh, at least in TJ's case, we'll continue to spend with it. I, I know I'm having a good time <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you've enjoyed what we do here and you want to support the show, please consider checking us out over on uh, on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/Should I Buy It Though. So we can get Amanda to switch and see if this game is for her or not. Because right now we don't know. Um, we don't know. We do I, not know. I think we know. I don't know. I think I know. But what do I know? Hey, right? I, did, I didn't think this game would be for me. And it was. So. Well. What do you, you know? know? Nothing. No one really knows anything. Um, also, if you enjoy what we do here, please consider checking out our other show, uh, Dungeons and Drimbus. It's an actual play D&D podcast. We are uh, nearing endgame stages for our second season, Hunt for the Florida Man. It is so much fun. Uh, if you enjoy our banter here, I promise you, you will love the stupid stuff we do over there. Um, yes. Again, yeah, that's yeah, Dungeons yeah. and Drimbus. Drimbus spelled D-R-I-M-B-U-S. Drimbus. <laughs> don't yes. ask us what a Drimbus is because we don't know yet. Exactly. Uh, thank you to our patrons, Amber and Jerry Benetatos, for your support. Uh, and I guess we'll talk at you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you.